we have a lot of guys that can come in, you know, whether it's on offense or defense. You know, Jeff hitting, I think it was three, three threes or, or whatever it is. You know, Manuel coming in, pushing the pace, being able to guard. You know, I think that's that's what they what they give us, you know, that spark. You know, it's always there, you know, and they're always there. They're always ready. And I think that's just going to be huge, especially uh, come late in the season. But, you know, it's great for nights like tonight when guys like Jeff and Manuel come up, come up huge for us, you know, because it's safe to say, you know, without their without their push, you know, we don't we don't win this game. So I think it's, it's a big credit to those two in particular. Purchase a Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat ticket to an upcoming jazz game and receive unlimited hot dogs, soda, popcorn, nachos, and ice cream, starting as low as $37 per ticket. Visit utahjazz.com or call 325-2999 to buy your Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat tickets now. There's Donovan Mitchell talking about the boost they got from the bench. And PK, if you had to go with one thing that worries you about the jazz early on, would you go with the depth? That even if they were using eight or nine man rotation for the last few years, you feel like there were ten to twelve guys who could be plugged in and they'd produce. And right now, it feels like they're well, their nights. It felt like they were like six deep. Uh, maybe they're seven or eight deep. Get a little more confidence as you see guys produce. Well, I'd say seven right now. Uh, eight, not, not counting eight. Davis because he's hurt. No, I guess you could go eight, uh, but. Yeah, if any of those eight go, probably uh, the number one guy that they could withstand would be Royce O'Neal, I guess. Maybe they could throw Niang in there, maybe move Joe in the starting lineup and have Niang play a little bit of O'Neal's minutes, see how it goes. Uh, But other than that, yeah, I think that would be a a concern. Uh, Because they're basically playing Rudy and Donovan huge minutes. Yeah. And they're young, so they, I guess they can get away with it. We'll see. Hopefully they can. Uh, you know, they've they got to be in a win-now mode. Uh, 38 minutes, you know, a lot of minutes for a big man, especially if you're going to have him be more active running the floor. Uh, he doesn't seem to mind it. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that would that would be it. But other than that... You know, any given shooting slump that guys may have from time to time. But I think they have enough to withstand that. Well, we've seen a night where Bogdanovich went for 33, but then he followed up with, I think it was a 12-point game, and they kept rolling. Joe Ingles did not hit a shot from the floor. He made some free throws, but he hit for a shot from the floor. But he was defending Kyrie Irving. And that was fine, yeah. Yeah, and Irving was 10 for 30, so he had a miserable night He he did his job. And Snyder said before the game, he told Joe, it's all about your defense tonight. You know, don't worry if you don't hit a shot. And, and, and everybody wants to hit shots because it's just the way it is, you know. You don't walk on to a practice court and start getting in a defensive stance. You take shots. <laughs> I don't know about you. I went down to the gym. What'd you do? I just did some uh, footwork. I did some slides yeah, on the floor. Sl- yeah. Side to side. Let's go. I mean, nobody does that, you know. When, when practice is over, they get up shots. That's what it's all about. And uh, so you want to make shots. It just makes everybody feel good, and it electrifies the crowd, particularly Joe when he hits a three. Everybody's at home, everybody gets fired up. But back to the defensive end of the floor, Kyrie Irving, 10 of 30, not a productive night. Two of 11 in the fourth quarter. It mm-hmm. was close, 
Well, it was close after the Jazz bench made that run in the first two or three minutes of the quarter. Those last nine minutes or so were it was tight, and he was two for 11, which is just terrible. Mm-hmm. So defending him both individually and as a team. They were outstanding. Yeah, that was excellent. Yeah. And he, did, he didn't just settle for threes. And he went to the hoop and didn't score. Right. He did miss from three. He even took a couple intermediate shots. Actually, I think that was one he made. Well, you know he's going to shoot. It's not like he's going to pass it. Right. He's got to be really stifled to pass it. He's going to shoot. That's just who he is. So it worked out. Uh, to me, and an 8-3 and three start, you know, obviously it's not best-case scenario, but it's pretty close, particularly with Conley not having played well I would, or not having I would, made shots. I would have signed off on that in, in a heartbeat. Eight and three on the opening. I told you when I was talking about twelve and eight on the year through, or twelve and eight through the first twenty. There's a little pushback, like you know how many new guys are being integrated here, right? Pushback from who? Hmm. People who work for the Jazz. Well, they're idiots. <laughs> well, they were listening, so that was a smart decision. Well, yeah, they, 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 they want to set the bar low, and, and that's just, clear. And, yeah, I know we're not that good, right? I mean, but, but I don't care about that. I want to set the bar the way I see it. I know, and that's why I set it at twelve and eight. I and set it, it at like, twenty and zero. <laughs> you did not. Sure, you do. You strive to win every game. Yeah, but you just don't think after twenty you will have won them all. Fine. But pick me a game where you go in thinking we're not going to win. You're right. You go in and you think, right. how do they win so this I'm, game? So I'm going 20-0. and zero. That's what I pick. That's that's my expectation. Yeah, if you don't make it, you don't make it. But I'm not going to go. After 20 games, I'm going to be comfortable with us losing eight. What the hell kind of attitude is that? That's ridiculous. 55 win pace. We laid it out at the time. Because you're not going 82 and 0. I got that, but I'm not also going into any game thinking, well, yeah, man, our chances of winning are 20 percent here. Or if I if I get to 12 and we've only played 16 games, well, then I got four games on house money. Screw that! No, you mm-hmm. don't. 12 and 8 is stupid. I would have never said 12 and 8. No way. You're never going to achieve great things accepting barely above mediocrity. I don't take that's not my attitude at all. Winners don't have that kind of attitude. People who settle have that kind of attitude. Oh, I've hit my goal, and I, it's only December 20th. I got three, or not December because it's a holiday, but any other month. I got 10 days, so I'm going to take it easy? No. Heck no. I'm going to crank it up those last 10 days and set an all-time best. That's how you achieve great things. Look at Jordan. Ah, well, I've already won five. What's the difference? My legacy is cemented. You think he thought that? No. What's wrong with you? He wanted to rip Stockton and Malone's heart out one more time. And look at the crowd that heckled him and hold up six fingers. That's really what he wanted to we, do. We need to bring in a judge here to have a review of what you said. Yeah, can you get Dean Blandino on the phone? <laughs> Dean Blandino? I'm not sure about Dean. I might be able to get Pereira on, though. We'll no, I want do. Dean Blandino. You want Dean? Just okay. because I like saying Dean Blandino. Mike's, Mike's not good enough, Mike Pereira. It's not near a cool name to say. I want a judge referee Dean coming Blandino, in. He Dean likes Blandino. Dean Blandino. And no, it's a it's yes. a Jersey oh, Irish yeah. Italian thing. I'm aware. Yeah. You mean like my mother, Ciamillo? See, <laughs> I know what you're doing here. <laughs> Dean Blandino. I think you got to go thinking you're going to win all, win them all. Don't settle. I mean, if you lose and you don't go crazy, I understand that. And they're not going to go twenty and zero. But why can't they go seventeen and three? Why can't they go uh, fifteen and five? To me, fifteen and five is completely. But now you're totally. settling. That's two more. Yeah, fifteen and five. Would be I'm great. settling for nothing. I'm saying when the losses occur, I don't go crazy and think, "Oh, we suck. We can't meet our goals. We're awful." 
You accept the loss on the condition of this will make us better. You know, I think that the Utes have done that. They've kicked the crap out of everybody after the SC loss. Have they not? Uh, Washington was a tight game. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but but the other teams I felt like they they, they they own that game when it was time to own it. They did, and that's why they won it. Uh, the other games though kicked the crap out of. Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. That's yeah. uh, I'm trying to think who really hung with them. Nobody. Not not Cal. No. <laughs> uh, on that. Uh, and they rolled west Oregon side State. Of the South Oregon zone, State in a heartbeat. It was full of crap. I had to step over it. <laughs> it literally kicked it out of them. Yes. It was on the ground. Yes. Feces everywhere. Uh, yeah, they totally torched Oregon State. I think they scored on the first three possessions. It was 21 nothing after three possessions. Yeah. That was a blowout. Um, I watched Wazoo that game. was close at halftime, if that counts. The second half was. Close at halftime. That's some arbitrary I, designation. It is. Yeah, I, I get it. I mean, it, the the fourth quarter was it was over in the fourth quarter. There was no. I mean, the reason why the they game. have halftime is because they called it. They could have called it three quarter time, and we'd have a break after the third quarter. But somebody decided we got to call a halftime. So in order for it to be half, you have to divide the thing by two, and that's what you came up with halftime. Think about it, Dave. Contemplate that just for a second. I'd rather not. If they would have called three quarter time, we would have a fifteen minute break after the third quarter, right? Jim Thorpe and Newt Rockney out there. What do you say? About halfway through this, want to get a sandwich? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Get a sandwich. Bring it in. Everybody, break. Take a knee. And that's when you had it. Boom. And that's why they have it halftime because it's not called three quarter time. They got, oh, they call it three and a half quarter time. You could have a break with what? 7.30 uh, seconds to go, right? Be a, be a weird time. Yeah. Your devils, your devil's at 21 3. That might be the really the, the close game. That was domination. It's 14 0 at the half. Dom a freaking nation. Felt like it was over. You know, talk about winning now. They asked Jaden Daniels, the quarterback, they asked him, uh, he's uh, was hurt last week, right? And they said, and this Yellen kid came in. Yellen kid actually sprained his AC joint on the first series of the game. Really? Yes. And played the rest. Played right through it, huh? Uh-huh. So he pulled a Max Hall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tough guy. He didn't want to tell anybody because he knew this, oh, was, he his this was his chance. And he took it with both hands, so he man. Didn't he tell grabbed anybody. that thing. He, I don't he think he told, good. but I think they figured something was wrong. Gotcha. They told the third first-year freshman to get Get loose. ready. Yeah. Get ready. You might right. be going in here. But this kid's saying, uh-uh. Yeah, I'm good. And, but they asked Daniels. They said, so hey, you got a freshman. You're a freshman. You're a first-year freshman. This yelling kid is a first-year freshman. And he, you know, his first, literally first snap of, the, of his college career looked pretty good right mm-hmm. had a chance to win the game they didn't win the game but he had a chance to get it at the end right and so you got to be happy with that throws for almost 300 yards four touchdowns and as daniels they said well you, we got you as a first year freshman yelling man the future looks bright right he said oh yeah sure yeah sure it does but we gotta win now and i mean that's the attitude you have to take you got to win now. You got to win this week. You can you can't get so caught up in oh the future this, the future that because who knows what the future is going to hold with injuries and transfers and whatnot. I mean, you don't have transfers at the at the pro level and all that. I understand. No, that. but you got free agency. Yeah. And we saw it with Hayward. You know, the future was right. so bright, except he bolts right out the door, right? Well, so, and, and we know that the whole league is going to have cap room and there's going to be a gazillion free agents in two summers. So it really feels like at most your long-term plan right now seems to be two years. Yeah. Because everything's going to look different. So I think that for the Jazz or mentality, could. it's win now. And when you get to 20, they have three losses now. I think realistically, maybe not realistically, but 
the mindset needs to be after 20 games, we need to be 17 and three. And then if they lose, uh, say uh, they should lose to Memphis. I don't think they will, but just say they will do just for argument's sake. Then they should be 16 and four and so on and so forth. I think that's the mindset you have to have as players and coaches. That's a winning mindset. You don't think Saban has that mindset? He definitely wants to win them all. I would say of all the people in sports, he's the one who can most likely say that. You know, I mean, Belichick and the Patriots think that, but only one NFL team's ever done it. So, well, actually, two have about done it. it. Miami, where they play seven games. 17. I'm so sick of that. They played 17. <laughs> Patriots beat that. <laughs> they got to 18-0, and then they lost the Super Hence Bowl. Hence, they beat that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. Go have their... Uh, drink a champagne. I'm so sick of that. I'll tell you a story. Yesterday I go to the gym and I'm not feeling it, man. And when you look at this body, it's obvious. I feel it more often than not. But I'm not feeling it yesterday. I went home and took a 45-minute nap. I normally don't take that. That's a record for you. That's a big... Exactly. Nothing for me. I just turn off the pulse and boom, and, yeah, I'm and you gone. can do that, and then good for you. I just but you don't. You're I'm up not. after twenty or thirty minutes, right? For but, whatever reason. Yeah. And I and I took a I took a forty five minute nap, and I was sluggish the whole afternoon. I got I got to get myself to the gym, right? I go to the gym, and I get on one of these machines, and I usually do weights and then cardio for thirty minutes and stretching and push up, blah blah blah. Well, after twenty minutes, I just feel like crap, so I get off. And I go to do on the sit-up machine, and I thought, ah, I need some motivation. So I flick around a little bit, and I come across a speech in uh, 2015 or 16 that Luce, uh, Nick Saban was given to some corporation, right? And he tells this story. He said, I'm coaching my first year at Alabama. And you can look it up to see if it's true. I didn't bother. He <laughs> said, uh, I'll look it up. He said, we lose to L- uh, LMU. You know what LMU is? Louisiana Monroe. We lost to them. And I'm feeling awful. And I get my car. I wait. It's like two, three hours after the game. I get my car to go home. And I see, oh, I, I didn't get gas. I got to stop to get gas. So I pull in one of these self-serve stations. And I go in to pay. And I give the guy my money. And the guy behind the counter, he sees my ring. And I have... It's my LSU National Championship ring, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy says, what's that? He says, that's one of when we won the title. I was coaching at LSU, and we won it all. I'm wearing this ring. And he said, so I won. And he said, I didn't tell the guy who, he, who I was. And he didn't recognize me. He said, because I'm first year there, I won the title at L- uh, L- LSU, and we're going to do the same thing at Alabama. You know what the guy says? What? He says, not if they keep that bleepity bleep Saban. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I looked it up while you were talking. They were 6-2. and two. It's the first year. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. It's not 8-0. No, like you say, you want to aim top shelf. But they lost to Georgia in overtime. And they lost to, at Florida State. Wow, they played a big non-conference game before he came in and squashed the schedule. Western Carolina, hello. So they're 6-2. and two, And then they lose to LSU at home. They go to Mississippi State and lose their 6-4. and four. They lose that game to Louisiana Monroe, and they're 6-5. and five. Yeah. And that's when he dropped. So no wonder he dropped on 
dumped on Saban right. at 6-5. and five. And You don't think that attitude is that I'm going to be a you-know-what buster and Belichick thinking those types of things? I believe you need those types of attitudes to achieve. You're never going to have perfection. Jordan had that commercial of all the shots he missed. We all know about that. And you're most likely, in terms of winning a title, you're going to fail more often than you succeed. Kobe Bryant, right? What attitude did he have? I believe you have to have that absolute, you-know-what-to-the-wall attitude at all times in order to succeed at the highest levels. Because somebody else is going to have it, and you're going to go against them, so you need to have it too. Well, I think in the West, at least two teams are going to have it. Kawhi clearly has it. And I think LeBron clearly has it. You think LeBron's thinking after 20 games we need to be 12-8? and eight? LeBron is thinking, I don't care what we are after 20 games. We oh, have to win I the dis- championship. I, I disagree. We have to win the championship. Right, I think you're he not walks winning out. it after 20 games. You, think, have to ha- you have to have that mentality that we're the best team in the league after 20 games, mm-hmm. after 40 games, after 60 games. It doesn't necessarily mean you have the best record, but you have to believe you have the best team but and he does. you're going to yeah. get it done. He's 8-2 and two and he does. And the Clippers are 7-3 and three and they haven't had the, the guy we all think is their second best player. And he's supposed to return tomorrow? So, is that a TV game? Is that the Clippers making good little makeup with the NBA? <laughs> We're going to put Paul George on national TV. Yeah, is, is that one of those Thursday night games? Because yeah. I heard he was supposed to come back tomorrow. I will check for you briefly. I assume it is, but I think they're a TV game tonight also. Because TNT has the Thursday nights, ESPN has Wednesdays and Fridays, uh-huh. and Clippers Rockets tonight is ESPN. And who's tomorrow? And then tomorrow night, Clippers and Pelicans is not TNT. Mavericks, Knicks, Nets, and Nuggets. Why do they keep shoving the freaking Knicks? Because I mean, because Porzingis is going back to New York, and it's the Mavericks. And it's, it's like why the ESPN Alabama game. is going to be chosen over Utah because it's TV, New York. No. Uh, the Jazz are an ESPN game Friday, and it's because Conley's going back to Memphis early in the year. They look for all of these, and plug them in one after another. The NBA schedules them, and then TV picks them. But they weren't going to put the return to. Uh, to Memphis on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon up against College of Pro Football. Put it on Friday night and put it on ESPN. That's why I've cleared my calendar. As well you should have. <laughs> DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And now, attention, top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Jazz 15 points down, rallying beat the Brooklyn Nets 119-114. to Donovan Mitchell, a game-high 30. Jazz are off until Friday when they play Memphis in Memphis, 6 o'clock on ESPN. NBA, the Lakers approved 8-2. They have the best record in the West. The Jazz are second at 8-3. Lakers beat the Suns 123-115. Houston Rockets guard Eric Gordon will have knee surgery. He's out six weeks. Utah State blows out Denver 97-56. The 17th-ranked Aggies are now 3-0. Southern Utah's 2-0 after winning at Nebraska. They are at BYU tonight. Tip-off 7 o'clock at the Marriott Center. You can watch the game on BYU TV. UVU's 2-1 after beating Ottawa University of Arizona 101-70. Unranked Evansville shocked number one Kentucky 67-64 in Rupp Arena. Top of the Wire is brought to you by Diamond Airport Parking. Diamond Airport Parking, fantastic rates, free car washes, 24-7 shuttle services, detail, oil changes, and glass repair while you're away. Diamond Airport with the best rewards program in Utah, only airport valet service in Utah. Park, ride, and save just off I-80 and Redwood Road. That's Diamond Airport Parking. Big Show, Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Are you ready? You guys ready? 
Here's your playoff rankings. Number one, LSU. Two, Ohio State. Three, Clemson. Four, Georgia, which is ludicrous. They lost to South Carolina. They just give the benefit of the doubt so much to the SEC that it is maddening. That's true for Alabama, too. They just lost. At least Alabama lost to the best team in the country. These are the vagaries of basing this whole thing on opinion. Just flat stupid. South Carolina is four and six. Why not put Oregon in there? Oregon has one loss to a SEC team. That's right. And that's working against them. If the SEC gets all this respect, shouldn't that actually be working for them? Turn this up. Catch the Big Show. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Afternoons from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. What you appreciate about guys that are coming off the bench, that they can come in and not only make plays, you know, for each other. I know Jeff made made some shots, Emmanuel made some shots, but they guarded and they really played for one another. They didn't force themselves on the game. You know, there were opportunities that present, presented themselves, and I thought collectively that group played well together. And obviously, Jeff and Emmanuel being able to make those plays, that effort was a, a gritty effort when those guys came back in the game. Jeff and, and Emmanuel put us in a position where we had a chance to win. Quinn Snyder talking after the Jazz get the win over the Brooklyn Nets coming from 15 down. Time now to catch all you 9 a.m. slackers up on all the stuff that's been happening since 6 a.m. this morning right here on DJ and PK. And the headlines are brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram in Sandy. Find your deals online at LHMDeals.com. So you can't always play your best game. But if you try sometime. You just might find. I'm checking out this last B minus. Um, a B minus game. I don't care. I'm watching the impeachment hearings. Shot the I'm shot out. the three poorly. Focus uh, on sports. No, the, Focus. No. Focus. Is, I'm not going to stand for this travesty. Shot the three poorly. Did not defend well in the first half when they gave up 68 points, and still found a way to win. That's glorious. Playing, not even close to your best game, and you're back to back. And they were sitting here rested, waiting for you. The schedule is against you, and you won anyway. Sound of a pretty good ball club right there, man. That's why I'm fired up. And only 23% from three-point land, so they had to do it the old-fashioned way. That's sucky-wucky. Yes. Although, you got to be happy with this. When I they am. weren't making them, they, they largely stopped shooting them. You know, in a league where a lot of teams shoot 33, 35, 37 threes, in a game, it's not unusual to see those numbers. I woke my 14-year-old up out of sleep and told her about yeah. it. Six of 26. I said, you're not going to believe this, sweetheart. But they stopped shooting the three. Yeah. They're going to the line. And she said, don't bother me. The trimester ends Friday. I'm bearing down on my grades. Okay. I said, that a kid. That a kid. Because ain't nobody going to give you nothing. You want something in this world, you're going to earn it. You want college, you better start saving now. You want a car? It's up to you, because I ain't giving you squat. You know how many cars my you parents got me? You woke her up to me? tell her that? Yeah, make sure she knew it, yeah. so she could dream about it and be thinking about it when she woke up today, because <laughs> ain't nobody going to give her anything today. Putting it in her dreams. Right. Get yourself up, get ready. I ain't waking you up. Your success in life is going to be dependent upon you, not me. In addition to talking about the Jazz and with uh, credit to their bench for uh, a big fourth quarter run to open the quarter, sitting there looking at a, basically a double-digit deficit, just wiped that thing out. I think they were down eight, actually. Took the one-point lead, handed that over to the starters, and they sealed the deal. 
Anything else you'd like to tell the people about the Jazz at 8-3? and three? They played 11 games, and when they get to 20, I want 16-4, and four, no less. No less. I'll take the under on that. Anything else? Of course you would. You're soft. <laughs> that was a prediction. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not making a prediction. I'm telling you fact. You're, no, you're soft. You're ordering them what to do at 16-4? and four? And they should you be, will present me a sixteen and four. They should be irritated with that. That they're not twenty and zero. If I were them, that's the way I'd be. And I haven't looked at the schedule. I'll let you tell me it. Or actually, I watch it on Sunday nights on Channel Two. Yeah, we haven't been doing that. Thank goodness. Oh, we'll get to it. We're just not doing football. It's not time. Nineteen eighty three is not walking <laughs> through that door. Anybody wants to know the schedule? They can just look at it on their phone. In this first 20, they do have a big Eastern trip that includes a stop in Milwaukee. So if you're looking for the toughest game in the first 20, you'd probably go with that one. Break it down for me. When's this Eastern trip start? November 25th. Oh, okay. So we've still got some time. Yeah. Got a couple of home games between now and then. And they are the last undefeated team at home, and see if that keeps going. In the league or in the West? Uh, in the West, for sure, but maybe in the league. I don't know. The Celtics have a great record, so they might be undefeated at home. They are. And uh, the Heat. And the Sixers and the Raptors. There's four teams at 4-0 in the East. Okay. The Jazz are 6-0. We've seen several Eastern teams on Western road trips here early in the year, so that's probably why there's a little imbalance there. All right, we talk college football as well. Uh, Riley Nelson and Riley Jensen came on. Uh, Riley Nelson, if all three quarterbacks are healthy, what does the depth chart look like? And obviously the coaches had a lot of injuries make decisions for him, but we have the unusual situation here where we've seen three quarterbacks in-game action this year. Oh, Zach Wilson is healthy. You play him. Simple as that. He's the number one. Weeks ago. That's what Riley said. And I know he targeted this week. I was told that two weeks ago that he expected to be able to be back for this week. Have you heard if he's on target? I expect him to start. Now, no one, don't be running around saying I got this from anybody. No uh, one's told you that, but you're going with it. No, I have other folks who tell me stuff. Nobody on the coaching staff. I haven't bugged them because I don't think it's that big of a deal because you're playing out of state, so who cares? Any one of the three can win that game. I think Critchlow could do it. Uh, Okay. I have no doubt Critchlow could do it. And then UMass also. Sure. So any of the But I I fully expect Wilson to be playing For UMass. I want him back, UMass, at the very latest. So well, you want him to play before the San Diego State game and get some of that. I want him to play when he's yeah. when the doctors. I think the way it works is when you're cleared, you play. It's not, well, we're going to save you or this or that. It's when you're cleared, you're good to go. When you're not, it's, it's, There's really no gray area. If it's any question, then you don't get cleared. And you're, once you're cleared, you're good to go. Get the kid back in there. And uh, for nothing else, man, he deserves to play some cupcakes. He had to bear the brunt of the schedule. He did. It was so like Mahad Mangum had to do that last year. And then Wilson got in on the softer part of the schedule. It was going 18 for 18 against Western Michigan. Pretty sure they would have won that game with Tanner Mangum quarterbacking. Good chance. <laughs> yes. Now, I don't disagree with what their decision. They made their decision great, fine. Yeah, we all know why. And they were getting him ready for this year yeah. to handle and, that and tougher part. Yeah. But I think he deserves to have a laugher or two himself and he's a good quarterback man i expect big things from from him the rest of this year and going into next year we talked playoffs with riley jensen and the way way teams are ranked and bama's out for now 
George is in at number four. You know, I think the thing that uh, we really haven't talked about this morning, you know, it's the whole who are the top four and the fourth. But remember, the reason they went to from, from two to four is make sure you get the best team in the game. And don't you think that as we have all this debate, no one's debating the top three? Have the top three really separated themselves? The champion's going to come from the top three regardless of who gets the fourth spot? I can't say that for sure. Because that's where you really get into move back the back Ohio State played. territory. Clemson hasn't. Ohio State, if they are undefeated, will have played big games because they're going to play Penn oh, State for, Penn and State presumably Minnesota in the well, conference title. The next two games are big. I mean, you got Penn State and Michigan. That, that's plenty good enough. I think Ohio State's getting it on rep and style points because they're not really playing close games. They are just anytime you're favored by fifty teams. consecutive weeks, <laughs> they are just <laughs> annihilating teams. But I also think that sends a horrible message that the bottom of your conference really does suck because the bottom of the conference really does suck. I would think uh, that their best win, um, Wisconsin or Cincinnati. They're both home games. They're okay. Cincinnati and Boise State look like the two teams kind of battling to see who gets that New Year's Six Bowl. They're the two well, highest I would go to anyways. Cincinnati. You know why? Because? Boise State had their crack. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wisconsin, that was a 38-7 to blowout it of was, the Badgers. It was, it was. And so Wisconsin may not be elite, but they're sitting there at 7-2. They're pretty good, and they just got smoked. Do you know smoked. why I picked Cincinnati over I mean, Boise? obviously Boise State has their crack. Yeah. That uh, took a long time. <laughs> I waited for you, Yach. But no, you I was waiting on you because you have talking. Yeah, he was. I saw him. Okay. I seen him. You had that. <laughs> oh, I was waiting. I was okay. like, he dude, made the gonna, move. He pivoted. Is yeah. he going to open? He drop-stepped. <laughs> drop stepped. It's in position, ready drop to go. Drop step, crab dribble, power through the contact, get to the line. Obviously, this will not. Everyone has their crack. This is not. You hope. Or how do you mean crack? That could be taken multiple ways. Uh, I think it was talking about their shot at the big time. But oh, okay. Then you know, as a seventh grader, you take a crack. <laughs> I mean, as everybody did. What was that? <laughs> Just barely. Uh, someone on a chair rolled over my foot. Okay. Uh, Ohio State doesn't get the test this week because this week it's Rutgers. Rutgers. It's really too bad. They added Maryland and Rutgers, and Ohio State played them in back-to-back weeks. I know. Feels like exhibition games. And they get them every year. They're in the same division, so it's a steady diet. You start every year 2-0 in conference. Yeah, that's that's true. You're right. (laughs) Year after year. And I'm sure they look out and they go, well, you got Colorado, so shut up. (laughs) But I don't think Colorado's as bad as those two. Uh, yeah, I probably can't speak to Maryland, but Rutgers, Rutgers is the worst of those three. They do have Penn State, and then the rivalry game, they got to go to Michigan. And right, then a Big and Ten so title I'll, I'll give it to them at the end. If they get there, they will have earned it because they do have these two ball games plus the title game, so that's going to end with three uh, they good, had, good, at least minimally good enough games. Uh, Buckeye fans might tell you that they beat Michigan State, but uh, I think Michigan State's one of the bigger disappointments in college football this year. I don't know that they're, they're the four biggest. They're 4-5, 4 and 6 They're 4-5. and five. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a disappointment. Agreed. I don't know. Uh, I, maybe they're the biggest disappointment in the, in the Big Ten. Uh, Nebraska would be right there at 4 and 5. Well, and Northwestern just fell off the map at 1 and 8. Didn't they win the division last year? They were in the, they were in yeah. the Big Ten title game, mm-hmm. and now they're 1 and 8. Anyway, but it does feel to me like the big three have separated and Clemson a little bit on rep, and you know Clemson's got their biggest games coming up. But Wake Forest's star receiver is out now, and they throw the ball. Oh, we saw them in the opener. Does it make? Yeah, it probably would have won either way, but this <laughs> makes it easier. You know, since Dabo Sweeney 
excluding the first year. Mm-hmm. In the last five years, I think he's been there six. They've lost two conference games. Smoking everybody. Yeah. And a perfect 7-0 and this year. And you've got them just creaming Virginia in the title game. If it is Virginia, they play, yes. Virginia what do they call those, the Coastal and the Atlantic? Mm-hmm. I can't keep that straight. I have to look at it. And That's it happens that I'm looking at it right now. Clemson's in the Atlantic. Yeah. Virginia's in the Coastal. They're 5-2. and two. Virginia T- Tech and Pitt are 3-2. and two, And Virginia and Virginia Tech play at the end of the year. So Virginia's going to have to beat Virginia Tech. Um, seven Broncos seven and three there with the Cavs and the Hokies uh, are six and three. A useless tidbit with this: if Virginia does win that division, it'll be the, all seven teams won the division seven straight years, seven different teams. Now, if you're looking for mediocre media, mediocrity, there it is, right? It took uh, eight years for all six teams to win the Pac-12 South, but they're going to do seven and seven. All right. Anything else you'd like to tell? Well, they might. Virginia hasn't won it yet. The people, right? Agreed. They got to beat Virginia Tech. Be a big game. Ah, I just love the people, man. They're some of my favorite people. They are the people. You got BYU tonight or Southern Utah? Southern Utah coming off the win at Nebraska. I wouldn't have any idea about Southern Utah. I have to. This will be my first exposure to them. That game wasn't on. High. That game wasn't on TV. I don't. know. Maybe it was streaming somewhere, BigTenNetwork.com or something. And I, I was ticked because I stayed home to try to find it. I don't think you did. Cougars need to get back on track, man. That league doesn't need another bad loss after St. Mary's. No. Winthrop. You don't need to lose to Winthrop and Southern Utah. Where is Winthrop? I have no idea. Gives, New York. Give him something else. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. It gives him something to look up. That's Good true. Point. Yeah. You look it up in the break. Do you know where it is? I have an idea. I'm going to look it up anyway. Where is it? <laughs> Carolina. Oh, really? He's addicted to looking up. <laughs> Rock Hill, South Carolina. Got it. DJ PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Your feedback. Lawn mowing. PK, the lawn mowing from yesterday rears its head once again. We will get to that next. And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. True championship level teams have aspects of their game that they can lean on. If I could build any aspect of a game that I could lean on, I've got a base run game that opens up all kinds of offensive formulas, and I've got a base run stop defense that's number one in the country, and I've got a loss that already woke me up against USC. If it happens again against UCLA, I'm throwing my hands up and saying, I don't know what to tell you, because this is a championship-level team, and they decided they were going to sleep on a week that determined everything. A Pac-12 championship, a potential representation at the college football playoff. It's all right there for them to get. If they're sleeping on it, and they let a poor UCLA team beat them, I'm going to be disgusted. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Time for the feedback of the day brought to you by Audi Salt Lake City, where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only $359 per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 999 South State or AudiSaltLakeCity.com. So yesterday, you were discussing how your wife never mows the lawn. Turns out, my wife never mows the lawn, nor does Jake's. Other people were. We had one guy who said that his wife went out and did it. She messed it up. She knew she messed it up, and she promised never to do it again. And you called BS. How can you know that? And I thought, well, what if she lowered the mower and, you know... 
dug a big old scar into the lawn, and the guy tweeted back at us. The front yard gets cut at a lower setting than the back. She mowed the back with the setting from the front yard, and this is the best part. There was no discernible pattern. It was a mess. But I did appreciate the effort, LOL. He screwed it up, though. He didn't tell her. How is she supposed to know about the settings? See? That's your fault. Do you ever mow a pattern? blaming other people. Do you ever mow a pattern into the lung? I just do it on an angle every time. Just yeah, sh- up, back, uh, up, back, that. up, back. You get done. And my family, let me tell you a little quick story. So I was raking the leaves yesterday. Yeah. The freshman in high school is walking home from the bus stop. Immediately puts down, goes inside, puts down the backpack, comes out, starts helping me. That a kid. There's work to be done. I didn't have to say anything. And I told her, I said, oh, okay, well, this pretty much is a guarantee you residents at our house through Christmas now. <laughs> she said that. I said that. Nice. She said to me, funny. <laughs> she just rolls with your sarcasm. She went to her sewing class. I'm a huge Ute fan, Kelly tweets at us, quite Ute frankly. Too. A 12-0 Minnesota team should pass all 11-1 teams, including Bama. However, I don't see Minnesota going 12-0, and more importantly, I don't see him going 13 uh, Yeah, Fleck would have the ultimate uh, nobody believed in us for sure on that. Uh, really, they deserve to be ranked ahead of Utah. They're undefeated, they have a win that and they've got a, and they got a big win over Penn State. Yeah, that was a that was a huge game. They are, however, two and a half point underdogs at Iowa. Are they going to have a letdown after all that emotion? And they were storming the field, and it was a crazy scene there at the end. It was incredible, yeah. And it was a big win, so but gigantic. But we all know that that's a problem. Then following it up, well, yeah, but I think the fact that you're at the end or close to the end, you can push through it. I would guess, but I wouldn't have picked them to beat Penn State, right. but they owned them. But now I want to see Minnesota-Iowa this week. I'm going I'm to root for Minnesota. Cinderella, baby. Blow the whole thing up. Cinderella relative to the – and Buck, who's oh, from relative. Minnesota. He's all happy. Had a Buck, kid, Buck. He's got a Minnesota hat on. He does. Good call on losing the man bun because that sucked. Minnesota is not a – yeah, but, I, I, okay, I can barely tolerate the hair. But the man bun, you looked ridiculous. You look like a Major League Baseball pitcher now. Do you, You're about the age. You've got the hair length. Oh, for guys. sure. Uh, uh, What's-his-face, DeGrom. Yeah. All those guys, yeah. I mean, Buck, do you want to live alone the rest of your life? Maybe. No, you don't. No, you don't, Buck. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't, say, I didn't say marriage. I said live alone. <laughs> Get back on the horse, Bucky. Come on now. Clint says, Rick, your boss called. He wants his phone back. He also wants to know why you haven't parked his car yet. Ooh. Uh, Taking a shot. That's discriminatory right there, and I'm not going to be a part of that. Have I mentioned I'm in favor of a football tournament with conference championships being in the playoffs, not voted or judged in like a gymnastics competition? I agree 100%. Who wrote that? Matt. Matt, I agree with you. I think the Pac-12 winners should be in. I'm just saying they're not going to get in based on the criteria. They're not. I, do I think they should be in? Absolutely. But it's two different things. And if they don't get in, the way the system is set up, you knew for the Utes you had to go undefeated. Well, I also knew when they put the schedule together, they knew that wasn't the kind of schedule that would impress the college football playoff committee. No, they, they need, they they need knew to it up the non-conference. I mean, you haven't played a P5 since 2015, and you don't play another one since 2022. 
DJ and PK. And I wrote about it. Go to our website. You can read it. Okay, go to 1280thezone.com. And the whole show is there. If you missed Riley Nelson, Riley Jensen, all our college football talk, our jazz talk, it's all there at 1280thezone.com and Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. Tell them, Yock. Where else? Pretty much nailed it. Okay. DJ and PK, we're out of here. Tony and Austin are up next. See ya.